You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. You have number three of our radio program. That's right. It is the Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. So Russell Wilson just held court in the Broncos locker room. Man, that kind of shows you how quickly it's fallen for Russ. You don't even get a podium anymore. They don't even put him in front of a podium. And do a traditional press conference. It's just right by his locker. And you have a scrum with all those reporters that are just lining up and circling around Russ. And it's like, have at it. All righty. Let's hear from Russell Wilson. So he did confirm that the reports were true. That after the Kansas City game. So they beat Green Bay. They beat Kansas City. And think about that. That was the start of their winning streak where they start to turn it around before it didn't uh, fall off once again. That... The Broncos approached him, and they asked him to take out the injury guarantee clause in his contract, or else they were going to bench him. Russ said, they came up to me during the bye week, and beginning of the bye week, Monday or Tuesday, they told me if I didn't change my contract, my injury guarantee, that I'd be benched for the rest of the year. I was definitely disappointed about it. It was a process for the whole bye week. We just uh, had some, uh, we just came off beating the Chiefs. I was excited for us fighting for the playoffs and getting on a hot streak. The NFL PA and NFL got involved or whatever at some point. Like, Samter, maybe you understand the, the legal part of this better than I am. And, and I usually hate when sports end up becoming a litigious situation. But that just doesn't seem right. Like, you agreed to a contract. I understand there are modifications to a contract from time to time. Like when COVID happened and there was a lot of financial happenings involved in the company because the whole world was changing, a lot of us had our contracts modified or there were some tweaks made in our contracts, but it wasn't ever like you have to do this or we get rid of you. You have to do this or you lose your show. It was a peaceful process. And also, I have, I'm a union member, and my union got involved as well, just as like a general landscape of guidelines for union employees. But can an employer go, like in the NFL, and I, I guess they can, I don't know what was the extent that the NFLPN and the NFL got involved, but you agreed to a seven or a five-year contract, and then there was two previous years on it, which makes it, I guess, a seven-year deal. Can you go to a player... And say, I'm going to bench you. And the only way I won't bench you is if you take out the injury guarantee clause in your contract. Like, Samter, to me, that seems like the Wilson camp. If it did go down that way, and there's two sides to every story. There was a report. We haven't really heard Sean Payton talk about this because he won't be honest with you anyway whenever he talks. 
And now Russell Wilson confirms the report. But that just doesn't seem right that the Broncos, who had an agreement with Russ, can go to Russ and basically threaten him, saying, we're still going to pay you, but you're going to lose your starting position if you don't take out the injury guarantee clause in your contract. The way I look at it is the NFL, and this is the br- the brilliance of the NFL and the mm-hmm. owners, is that because it's the only sport that does not have guaranteed contracts, there's a lot of wiggle room. And you hear it all the time about these players who restructure their deals. Yeah. You don't see that in any other sport. Baseball players don't restructure their deals, right? NBA players oftentimes don't restructure their deals. They'll opt out and then re-sign or something. Because the, the money's N- guaranteed. What? The money's guaranteed. Right. And mm-hmm. they don't restructure so that their their cap hit is different for this year compared to next year. They don't do that. The NFL does that. And I think that that is one of the things that the players need to negotiate out of these contracts, this non-guaranteed stuff, because it gives so much leverage to the teams to be able to move this money around and cut guys who still have years left in their contracts. And so I don't think I've heard of this specific situation before, but we've definitely heard of situations before where players were told Mm -hmm. that they have to adjust their contract or else they're getting cut or benched or moved or traded or whatever. And sometimes the player will call the bluff and say, you know what? do it, and then they get cut or traded or whatever, and then sometimes the guys agree to it because they want to stay. Russell Wilson has options, so he's decided to say no, and he's going to get moved. Yeah, I think that there's more that happened with this one behind the scenes. Like, they won games, so maybe you're not going to bench the quarterback while you're winning games, right? They won the two games in a row, and they came out of the bye week, and they did go on that win streak. But I do wonder how much the NFL PA got involved and they were able to delay the actual benching of Russell Wilson. Because I hear what you're saying and what you said makes sense, and I'll give you the reality of the situation. The owners are always going to win over the players. It's 32 owners that you have to get on the same page, and you don't even need all of them to get on the same page. It's the majority. The players, there's so many more players, obviously, than NFL owners. And not everyone makes $30, $40 million a year. And you only have such a short lifespan in the NFL. And this is a brutal, lethal sport. And there's a lot of times that's why the contracts aren't guaranteed. I I, Just the personal truth of it. Because you could sign someone for five years. Then the next uh, year or next day, he could break his leg, uh, go running uh, for a first down. And then he's never the same player again. But I don't think you'll ever get players on the same page because even when it gets contentious and they go on strike, eventually paychecks start to get missed. And then ultimately, everyone is selfish and they're in it for themselves. And that's when you eventually just get players that go, okay, we're getting a good deal. We need our money now. Let's just do this. The owners will always have the upper hand on the players. But in this case in particular, and I'm not naive. I know the NFL is a, a ruthless business. And I know there's a lot of things that goes on that we don't know that if they ever, like whenever the NFL gets in a legal matter, a lot of times, like how can we rectify this situation as soon as possible? Because if we ever had to tell you the truth, man, uh, we're going to find out how the sausage is made and it ain't pretty. And that is the NFL has been caught covering up for things for years. I go back to one of the public ones. Like you're telling me that Roger Goodell, the first time he saw the Ray Rice video, was when TMZ released it. That's a bunch of hogwash. The NFL was definitely offered something. And for whatever reason, they didn't pay it. 
and they could have had that go away, which thankfully they they didn't because at least we got to see what happened. And then without that video, I don't think the Ray Rice situation goes down the way that it does just because of the way that we live right now. The power of video is so big, but that was another instance. I'm not directly comparing it to this, but just with what we were talking about with how much the NFL gets away with that most of the time, the NFL, they cover up and they hide a lot of things. But in this case, this one's actually playing out public and maybe there's a little bit more behind the scenes that we know. But I just don't think that's right that an employer could go to you and say, we agreed to this deal. Like, it's one thing if, if they're going to say, well, actually, they're still paying him, right? Like, that's, that's their out. It's like they're still paying him, and then now he won't get hurt, and it's going to be making it easier to move on. So I guess the NFL technically won't lose anything here. And Russ, I guess from a legal standpoint, won't have much of a case to be made when you talk it out and really think it through. But that just seems wrong. It really just seems wrong that they could say, we agreed to a deal. Now, one of the parameters of your deal that is insured to you in case if you get hurt, we want taken out if you're going to continue to play as the starting quarterback. That just, It seems it's business, and there's a lot of dirty business that goes on. That seems like dirty business to me. At the end of the day, though, I mean... You know what I just realized? I'm well, too good of a human being. You know? No. That's what I just realized right there. It's funny. There. Manny and I were just talking about that exact thing. Man, Zach is just such a good human being. Yeah. And, you know, Manny was just saying, like, man, Zach is just a great guy. Yeah, and I'm like, that's what are you what talking about? You I'm insane? thinking of this from, like, a nice, good way. Like, just what's right or wrong. And in business, it's not always about what's right or no. wrong. It all listen, comes down to day, dollars and cents. At the end of the day, they're not demanding. They're not forcing him to take this, this clause out of his contract. They're just basically saying. Yeah, they are. No, no, no. They're not. What I'm saying is, like, they're, they're not forcing him to do it. They're basically oh. saying, listen, you can huh. either do this or we bench you, right? So, like, it's like, if you want to be our quarterback, then you have to take this out. Mm-hmm. If you won't take it out, then then we're going to bench you because we don't want you to be our quarterback. But they are for it. would be like, for example, if let's say I, I knew what your, your, your contract situation was. And let's say I came to you. Or actually... Say, say Se- this. Seven years, $49 million a year. <laughs> yeah, your nose just grew a little bit bigger, Pinocchio. It's <laughs> <laughs> not possible. That's not possible, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just say Spike Eskin came to you, and you just agreed to a new deal, Samter. Like, this is, this is not three, four. You just agreed to a new deal. And Spike goes, if you want to keep on producing the show, you need to take out, out of your contract, like, a, a guaranteed clause that we now disagree with, and then basically... If you take that out, it makes it easier for us to move on from you in this offseason. Like, that's what's going on here. They went to Russ, and they said, we know you want to play. You want to keep on playing? Well, you got to take away your injury guarantee clause. And even if they didn't say, this is us saying, we want to move on from you. We want this to end. And we're going to expedite that situation in March. But if you play and you get hurt, and he can't pass that physical in March, then that money gets guaranteed for the 2025 year. So it is a threat. Now, however sure. they massaged it, however they dressed it up, however they worded it, it's one thing. But they dangled that carrot of do you want to play football? And Russ, say what you want about him. He wants to play football. And then they said, you want the carrot? All righty. You have to give away any protection you have from an injury standpoint that would guarantee your salary for 2025. Now, I get how the NFL is going to get away with it, but the union should be fighting this, and I guess they have been fighting this, and they should be making a big stink about this because it's different 
in restructuring a contract. This is taking something out of the contract, and I just think it's it's absurd, really. It's I mean, it's basically renegotiating terms of the contract, but they, they basically gave Russell Wilson two options, play football or more money, right? If you want more money, you can stay as our starting quarterback. We'll just remove this clause. Well, what was the more money part? He doesn't get any more money by this. Well, uh, not more money, but it's it's basically money or play football. You got to be on the bench and and have this clause in your contract, or you could play football and we'll remove it. it it's play football, have no insurance, right? That well, that is what this not is. Have no insurance, but have limited no insurance. future insurance. That's what they asked him to do because well, all these players, especially the quarterbacks, they take out their own insurance policies and everything too. So it's a little bit different. No, but, but, but yes, insurance it's a on the deal, yes. the insurance on the deal that you agreed to, where right. if you get hurt then your salary becomes guaranteed right. in 2025. That's what they they essentially did here. Yeah. And I just think, like, I'm sure this goes on more than what we actually think and know. But if, if I'm a player, I would want no part of the Broncos right now. I think Sean Payton is a jerk right now. I thought he has poorly mistreated Russ all throughout the season. And then your quarterback, who I know he's not well-liked, but the quarterback is the face of the team, is the face of the organization. And you bring in a coach, and I still don't know why Sean took this job. And he comes in, Russ improves. He's still not great. He's probably still not the, the future of the franchise. And while you're winning back-to-back games, Green Bay and Kansas City, you go up to him and you say, hey, you want to keep on playing? Well, then you take out any injury protection clauses in your contract. That just, it does not sit well with me. And... I would go somewhere else if I was a player because the Broncos just, they seem toxic right now. I know it's like pick the the lesser of two evils. There's a lot of toxicity all around the NFL. But the Broncos seem like they're toxic, and I don't see how they're going to turn this thing around anytime soon. But I think to your point, I think that there's toxicity everywhere around the NFL. I don't think it really matters whether it's the Broncos or the Jets or whatever team. Mm. All these teams do it to all the players, right? Yeah. This was specifically probably went to Russ behind mm-hmm. closed doors and said, listen, we don't want to embarrass you by benching you. So if you want to keep playing, here's what we need from you so that we can c- continue forward okay. with the team that we need to build. At the end of the day, here's the thing. But why did he take the job, though? Like, that's a thing. Like, that, when that you take make the sense job, they had a long-term financial right. commitment. Even if you could get out of it and the team has to pay a lot of money— you had to believe in him in some point. Right. And this just seems like too quick of a give up. It seems like he took this job and he had this preconceived notion about Russ before. And he was like, I'm going to get time. They're going to give me all the power. We're going to dump Russ. And then we'll find our quarterback eventually. Have you ever been in a situation, though, whether it's a job or a date or something, mm-hmm. where you went in with a preconceived notion, a positive one, and it turned out to be the complete opposite? Yeah. And then you're just like, man, I really mm-hmm. expected this to go a lot differently yeah. than it did. All the time. Okay, so is it possible then that Sean Payton went into this being like, I, I think I'm going to love Rush Wilson. Like, I, I'm going to like this guy. No. He's going to be my kind of leader. He's going to be my kind of quarterback. He can run my kind of offense. And then he got there, and he's like, man, this dude is cheesy. This guy is corny. This guy is a loser. This guy doesn't control a locker room. His teammates hate him. He can't run the offense. He stands up to me too often. He's, he's entitled. He's not as good of a player as I thought he was going to be. I, uh, this is Here's just why not no. going to work, and I'm going to cut bait as quick as possible. Here's why no. It's understanding who the person is. Like, if you told me that this was Manny, from from all regards, Manny's a nice guy, you know, good dude, hardworking guy, uh, team player, 
you know, no ego. If this was Manny, it was like positive, and then Manny says, eh, not a real fan of it. All righty. I, I would value that. Sean knows, like, to get to this point where you are, you are convicted in what you do. You have a ton of ego, and you are driven one way. I don't think Sean, especially with the way that he talked about Russ early on, went into this, oh, this is going to be like all lovey-dovey and amazing, and I love Russ, and I think we're going to turn Russ around, and Russ is going to be great. I think Sean took this job knowing, in all likelihood, Russ probably won't see the duration of this contract, and there's going to be a divorce. We'll see what we have in your number one. But if it doesn't really turn the page drastically, and it was so bad and so ugly last year, then we'll find a way to get out of this deal. Because look at it. He gave up on him. The moment you go to the player and you say, take this clause out of your contract to rebench you, you are setting up. That is the appetizer for we are getting rid of you. Even if you listen, we are going to get rid of you. Because even if Russ takes that injury guarantee clause out of his contract, they're moving on from him anyway after this year. So they set the stage that quickly to get rid of him. And then Russ won a few more games. And they're like, oh, we got to wait until we go below 500. Okay, we did that. All right, let's pull uh, Russell Wilson. So I don't buy that. I'm not giving Sean Payton the uh, benefit of the doubt that he went into this like, oh, it's all great. And then it was like, oh, man, I was just wrong on that. All right, it is Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. I'll just say one more thing that uh, Russ uh, did pass along here in that press conference or just media gathering. I came here to play, uh, a play here to win. I knew it was going to be a process. I signed a seven-year deal. Wilson said, I want to be here. I want to play here. I want to win championships here. Well, who's going to tell Russ? That ain't happening because them benching you is them moving on from you. So it's the nice thing to say, but there's no way Russ actually still wants to be in Denver after what did transpire this week. Ryan Horvat next, Zach Help Show, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This portion of the show is brought to you by NHTSA. Whether you get pulled over or get into a crash, drinking and driving will change your whole world. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. College picks, NFL picks. We'll do so right now. 
with the host of BetMGM Tonight via BetQL. He joins us each and every football Friday, and that, of course, is Ryan Horvat. Ryan, appreciate the time as always. A happy 2024. What's happening, my man? Happy New Year, Zach. I hope you enjoyed the holidays. Hopefully you're going to continue to enjoy the holidays because uh, these bowl games, you know, especially with some steam, you never know what's going on with some line movement, right? Like Notre Dame, for example, I'm sporting the uh, ND shirt today ah. because I'm a really bad number. I bet them as 11 and a half point favorites. Turns out Sam Hartman doesn't play in this game. Audric Estime doesn't play in this game. And it doesn't really matter what number you got because uh, they just won by 30 points. So that didn't really matter. But I'm excited for the college football playoff, man. I'm really excited to watch some games that actually matter, these New Year's games, and uh, it's the best time of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, probably for what you do, I'm, you're not going to like my comment. I equate the bowl season outside of the college football playoffs to the NBA regular season. Like, I have yeah. no clue who's showing up. I have no clue who gives a rat's ass. And as someone that bets, it's almost a turnoff because you have no clue what's going to happen. Like, I hate I made a bet last night in the NBA regular season. I don't remember the last time I bet in the NBA regular season. It was Pistons money line just because everyone in the world was getting on it. And it was like 800 uh, plus 800, 850, whatever it was. Um, but it's so tough to bet these games because there's all these opt outs, the transfer portal and guys are going to the NFL as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like tonight, for example, you know, Missouri and Ohio state, we still have no idea. Now I don't expect Marvin Harrison to play in this game. He hasn't practiced. I probably wouldn't risk the injury, but, uh, you know, there's still not any confirmation, which is funny, which is why the number keeps bouncing from five and a half back to four and a half. If he gets ruled out, which I expect, it's probably going to be six. So if you like Missouri, you wait for the six and it's all just a big guessing game. And sometimes it doesn't really matter. That's why, again, with the playoff, at least we know the motivation for those four teams. You know, everybody's going to be out there. Everybody that's healthy, at least. All righty, Ryan Horvat. let's start off with the college football playoff. 5 p.m. Eastern, New Year's Day. So after all the partying, after all the food you're eating, you're going to sit down on the couch. You're going to do what we do best as men. And we're going to watch these games, and we're going to stuff our face with foods, and we're going to make a, a, a lot of bets, and hopefully we're going to win them. Alabama, Michigan. Michigan being a two-point favorite, I think this is begging you. Begging everybody to plus the two points with Alabama. Oh, you give Nick Saban a month. Of course, he's going to win the game. Blah, 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 blah. Of course, Alabama could win this game, but I'm not picking them. I like Michigan. I think Michigan wins the game 23 to 20. Give me Michigan in a very uncomfortable line of two points laying the two. How about you? I love it. And this is a perfect opportunity for anybody that followed the advice before the LSU game where you had the Jaden Daniels Heisman future still at eight to one and you had Alabama 14 to one. And I really like Michigan in this spot. If Alabama happens to win, that's fine with me. More money coming my way if they get through the uh, you know winner of the Texas and Washington game, of course. But you know, here's the only thing that concerns me. I, I also like Michigan. I'm going to say a lower scoring game. I think it correlates with an under. So I'll say like 17-13. Mm -hmm. Michigan runs the ball on 55% of their plays this season, which is the fifth highest rate among Power Five schools. And J.J. McCarthy, he only attempted eight passes uh, in that November game against Penn State. You know, and if you look, he had a 69.7 passing grade. You know, in these last couple matchups, he hasn't really done a whole lot. Also, I wonder how healthy he is, but now he's had some time off. I think he's going to have to make some big-time throws in this game, but I think he's going to. I know he didn't last year against TCU. Um, also, you know, Michigan, they've been really good against 
these quarterbacks that can move a little bit, except for Max Duggan last year, college football playoff. That was the last quarterback to go over 60 rushing yards. I just don't see it happening again. I think they're going to be able to contain Milrow in this game. I like Michigan on the money line. I also like the uh, under, but I'm fine with the two points as well. All righty, Texas and Washington, 8.45 p.m. Eastern. I think this is a high-scoring affair. There's going to be a ton of offense between Quinn Ewers and Michael Penix Jr. I think Washington continues to get disrespected. I know Texas, right, every Tom, Dick, and Harry this week is going to tell you, Ryan Horvat, oh, it's the difference is the trenches. Texas is so much better in the trenches. I, you know, every, I heard for a week, got to take Oregon. Got to take Oregon. Oregon. A nine, nine and a half point favorite up against Washington. And I just think that this is another spot where Washington gets disrespected. And I don't know why they're getting disrespected. Like, I love Sark. I like Quinn Ewers. I, I love Kalen DeBoer. I like Michael Penix. So I, I want to see a great game here. I want to see a high-scoring affair. Um, I would probably, uh, what I'll do here is I'm going to plus the four, four and a half points. And I do think that Washington is going to win the game outright. And they continue to play that disrespect card. Completely agree. I'm going to go with Washington here. I think it's going to actually be a little bit lower scoring than a lot of people expect. I could see this being 28-24 maybe, maybe 35-32. I just, you know, exactly what you said. And I bet Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game because I thought that that was the best offensive line in the country. Turns out Washington's offensive line is pretty damn good. Top five in the country. And that's the one way that you could affect what Michael Penix does. is Texas is going to have to get some pressure in this game. Penix only completes 47% of his passes when he's outside the pocket, which is 84th among FBS quarterbacks. Also only completes, I believe, 59% of his passes against the Blitz, which is outside the top 50. But the good thing is that offensive line that I just talked about, top five, and Texas also just doesn't blitz a whole lot, just 35% of dropbacks, which is 73rd in the country. So I think we're going to see Michael Penix with a clean pocket, going against that Texas secondary, which is still a little bit shaky. So I, I think that uh, Washington's live in this game. And again, I mean, I don't think they're going to get bullied in the trenches. They didn't against Oregon. And again, I like Sark, man. I really like Kalen DeBoer. So I'm not going to say Kalen DeBoer and Washington has the coaching advantage, but I trust them a little bit more in this spot here. So give me the points with Washington. I think this might be a classic game, kind of like uh, USC Texas years ago when it was Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush against Vince Young and all those guys. I think it's going to be back and forth. So I'll take anything over a field goal here with Washington, who I think has just been disrespected all season long because of the conference that they played in. You can always watch our show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Ryan Horvat is here with us. And Horvat, the YouTube chat is popping off. And usually when that happens, they like want to say like down with Horvat. What another dumb pick by Ryan Horvat. They're actually giving you some praise and they're actually saying you look like someone. Have you ever got that? You look like Jake Elliott, the former Memphis kicker. Who's uh, the kicker for the Eagles right now. That's who Craig in the YouTube chat, youtube.com slash CBS sports radio is saying you look just like Jake Elliott. You know, I've never got that one, but I could see it, especially not with a bad comp. So it, it's it's not, it's not. And I'll take it because. And I his wife is very good looking too, Jake Elliott. Yeah. He makes a little bit more money. Maybe, maybe yeah. we could get on his, maybe we could get in like in his range. If we have a really good college football playoff and we hit all three of our NFL picks, I believe we went two and one last week. Mm -hmm. So we the parlay home, but I I'm glad to hear man, because I went back home and now I'm used to the East coast living in DC, living in Maryland, uh, you know, kind of like splitting time. I've found my barber. I went back ah, home. My big. barber in Chicago, 
out of business. He's retired oh, after no. plus years. So I went to, and I hate to admit this. Well, I'm not going to actually, Hey, every sponsor could be a future sponsor. So I'm not mm. going to name where I went, but, um, man, yeah, it was rough. The back, yeah, you look really... a little rough this week. You look, you look like you could, uh, you know, you, you look like you want to wear a hat, but you don't want to wear a hat. That and the fact that I've I've got so much sodium and garlic and butter and Italian. Mm-hmm. I went back home, so there was a lot of deep dish pizza in uh, Portillo's Italian team. <laughs> now that's one that's one name I will drop because yeah. uh, man, it didn't get much better than Portillo's. What, what, what did they the, the 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 guy that was cutting your hair? He was like blindfolded. <laughs> it looked like he took a chunk out of your head right here. <laughs> yeah, I was calling him Devin Leary outside of today because he was just he missed the target. Uh, it, it wasn't good, man. Ryan, like Tommy DeVito the last two weeks. Yeah, the, the, the cutlets were burnt 100%. Ryan Horvat here with us. Cue me my NFL music. Let's get to some NFL picks. Horvat has been really hot as of late. So since you have the hot hand, we'll let you go first. What is the uh, first play for Ryan Horvat? All right, I appreciate it. Let's actually, you know what? Let's go to the Giants here at five and a half. So we get Tyrod Taylor here. Tommy DeVito was a really fun story for a couple weeks, but I just think this is an obvious upgrade uh, with Taylor being healthy. And I really like this Rams team. I don't want to be cliche guy, but nobody wants to see this Rams team in the playoffs because right now they're trending towards being a top five offense. Kyron Williams might be the top fantasy back next season, especially if uh, Arthur Smith continues to uh, not use B. John Robinson. But this Rams offense, second in DVOA the last six games. They're 5-1 and one during that stretch. They've scored at least 28 points in five straight games. I feel like now is the time to fade them because you have the Giants who are going to look to play spoiler, and you have Brian Dayball coming off a loss. He's 10-5 uh, and five, uh, after a loss. I'm not the biggest trends guy, but also we get the Rams. They're not going to be in the dome here. I'm hoping for some windy conditions. Uh, so give me the points, actually, with the Giants. Also, the Giants at home, their defensive split's much better. Not that they're a top-five defense, but I think they could keep this a little bit closer. So I'll take New York plus five-and-a-half here. All righty, so Horvat goes Giants plus five-and-a-half. I'm going to take a dog to start off as well. And that dog is going up against an NFC East team. And that's the Philadelphia Eagles. I think the Eagles have a lot of team chemistry problems right now. I do believe Philadelphia is going to win this game. But even though Jonathan Gannon was wrong in how he departed Philadelphia, I do think the players in Arizona like Jonathan Gannon. And this is a big game for him. So I think they're going to be there at the start, give a good first half effort, and maybe it gets away in the second half in the fourth quarter. Kyler Murray in this game is massive, and I just think Philadelphia is missing that team chemistry that they had from a year ago. Philly wins the game, but the spread is too big. I'm not taking the Eagles by 12 points up against any team right now in the NFL, so give me the cards plus 12 right out of the gate. I agree. I'm going to pick, uh, I'm going to do something I haven't done in a couple weeks here. I'm going to take a favorite, and I'm going to take a big favorite. I'll take the Bills. I got them at 13. I still like them at 14. Anything over 14 and a half is probably a different story, but two touchdowns I think is fair. It's a revenge game. They lost to the Pats earlier this season, and they've they've dominated, though. If you look at it, they've won four straight games in their division by 12 points. They probably need to win out to get themselves in a situation where they're a playoff team. I mean, that game against Miami could be big. We might get winter, uh, winter conditions. I was going to say windy conditions. We might get winter conditions looking at the radar right now in Buffalo. I just want freezing conditions in this game. I think right now, man, I love what the Bills have been able to do since they've moved on from Ken Dorsey. They're averaging over 30 points per game. Cook's been cooking on the uh, with the run game, and I, I think they're going to be able to run the ball against the Pats here. I know it's been uh, you know, a fun story with the Pats and Bailey Zappi the last couple weeks. No, it hasn't. It's horrible. Like, they're winning games, and they're screwing up the tank. Oh. I'm annoyed. 
Exactly. Well, I, I think I got some good news for you this week. I think Buffalo beats up on them. I think they win this game by 17-plus points, so I like the Bills. All right, you go back into the favorite well, so will I. Um, I. It looks like Will Levis is in line to start this week for Tennessee. C.J. Stroud, though, is back, and getting uh, C.J. Stroud back is spectacular news for the Houston Texans. I will take the Texans at home to win the game, and I like Houston to cover the four-point the four point spread. So give me the Texans laying four. Your final pick, Ryan Horvat. All right, uh, I'm going to go with a, uh, well, I like the total a little bit more. I like the over in Lions-Cowboys, but I'm actually going to take the points here with the Lions. If you look at the DVOA numbers, these teams 6-7, and seven, so they're both top 10. But the Lions barely get past Minnesota last week. Nick Mullins threw for over 400 yards against that secondary. I know the Cowboys have some fleas, especially on the road this season. They've been much better at home. But I'm looking at the injury report here. I just I think that the Lions are going to have some success in the middle of the field. Right now, the only thing I'm worried about with Dallas is the middle of the field. And you look at what the tight ends are doing right now for Detroit. I mean, I think that this is going to be a really big game here for Jared Goff if they're able to keep him clean. I mean, that's the thing. Like, Dallas right now is number one in pass rush win rate. But I think if Goff's able to get rid of the ball quick, you know, use your tight ends, use St. Brown. That's the other area where Dallas is really struggling right now is covering the slot position. If you stick St. Brown in the slot, you have Laporta, obviously, at your tight end position. I think he's going to go over his 46.5 receiving yards. I think St. Brown has at least seven receptions, and I think Detroit keeps this game close. We get a lot of points. So I like the Lions, and I like the over here. All righty, the last game that I'm going to pick. You know what? Give me a dog here. And it's basically a pick em. I was going to avoid this game. I was thinking about taking the Saints plus two and a half against Tampa, but I don't want to have to root for Derek Carr. I, I, I can't stand him. And I was thinking about going Atlanta plus two and a half, but Arthur Smith really does annoy me because he's messed up their season. Um, I will go with Green Bay plus a point. They're going up against Jaron Hall and the Minnesota Vikings. This game is at Minnesota. Vegas clearly doesn't have a feel on it. So I'll just take the dog in this one, even though it's basically a pick em. But give me the uh, the pack with Jordan Love plus a point. Ooh, ooh. I think you should have won Atlanta. I think you should redo the pick. I really I'm not going like to do that. I'm not. I, think, I think you should go Atlanta. I really do like Atlanta. I worry a little bit about the Jordan Love Green Bay pick here, only because Jair Alexander, that suspension. Yeah, it's a good for, point. I, now we may, see, we may see Preston Smith trying to cover Justin Jefferson down the field. Yeah. Now, like you said, though, the Vikings are on their, what, fourth quarterback this season, so we'll see how that plays yeah, out. Yeah, but sometimes but... you got to be uncomfortable to win money. And this is an uncomfortable pick. And I feel uncomfortable going with the Packers. So you know what? They have me just – I have them right where where, where, uh, where I want them. So oh, Giants, Giants plus uh, five and a half for Horvath. Bills minus uh, 14. Did you make your final pick? Oh, yeah, the Lions yeah. plus five and a half. Yeah, we're going to go with the Lions plus five and a half, but we do like the over a little bit more there. So. Gotcha. And I go with the Cardinals plus 12, the Texans minus four, and then the fighting Jordan loves plus one, which Horvat clearly doesn't love that pick. Ryan Horvat, happy new year. Appreciate you doing this as always. Thanks so much, Zach. Enjoy the new year. All righty. That is Ryan Horvat from BetMGM tonight via BetQL. It is the Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. We'll come back with our Ask the Pros question. But first up with the latest CBS Sports Radio update, here is Dexter Henry. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's time to answer Ask the Pros question of the day, and it's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Tully and Eugene says, Zach, who do you like for the college football playoff? You can submit a question by tweeting at CBS Sports Radio or at Zach Gelb using the hashtag Ask the Pros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All righty, game number one. I'm going Michigan 23. Alabama 20, Michigan advances to the national championship game. The mobility of J.J. McCarthy is going to be massive here. They need to let J.J. McCarthy cook. They need to trust his legs. And then I do believe Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards will both make one big explosive play, and that will lead to the Michigan victory. So give me Michigan 23-20 to up against Alabama. Samter, who are you rocking and rolling with in this affair? My mind, my football knowledge, my football whatever has Alabama. I just I can't. That's good. That's good. I can't pick against Alabama. However, oh no, I'm gonna let my heart make oh, this no. decision because I want oh, no. Oh, Michigan no, no, to no, win this no, game. No. So I'm going Michigan 27-24. Oh, even though deep down inside, no. I know Alabama is gonna win this game. Oh, I'm crushed. I just mushed you. I'm sorry, buddy. No, that is... Wait, now, hold on. Manny, who wins the game? I think uh, the Crimson Tide win the game. <sighs> I've got them 32-20. All righty. See, now I'm, I'm conflicted here. Because usually my rule of thumb is if I agree with the producer and I'm agreeing with Samter, everyone should fade if we're both in agreement. But now we've added a third person here, Manny... Who is he just doing like the Scott Van Pelt trick where it's like, okay, let's pick the other one so it's not all three of us being all in on uh, on Michigan and then we end up just getting wrong there. So I, I don't know. I don't know if there's good intentions by Manny Rodriguez. I mean, you also just called Manny a person and I don't know if that really qualifies either. So Why? I mean, I don't know if Manny is human. What do you mean? He's, Manny's I mean, a great guy. What do you? He's he's half man, half something. I don't know. I think now you're bullying Manny here. How about that? Have you seen that mustache, brother? This has been going on for we months. May, we, we may get an email uh, from management about people bullying people. I thought you were just bullying uh, Manny right there. All right, game number two: Washington 
and Texas. I'm going Washington 34, Texas 30. I like Washington in a high-scoring affair. I think the uh, Huskies continue to get disrespected. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because people don't like the Pac-12, even though the Pac-12 is going away. But I trust Michael Penix Jr. and uh, Romeo Dunze to uh, have a, a great connection in this one. And I know everyone's talking about the Texas defensive line and, and the Texas offensive line as well. I'm not betting against Kalen DeBoer in two years at Washington. He's only lost two games, and both of those were by less than eight points. I like Washington 34, Texas 30. Samter, Washington, Texas, what are you doing? Uh, this is another uh, going with my heart. Uh, I think that Texas... Just has too much. Uh, for some reason, I, there's just something that just I don't buy into Washington. I want to, I just can't. So I'm going Washington 30. I'm sorry, I'm going Texas 34, Washington 27. Okie dokie, Manny. I still can't trust those Texas Longhorns. I don't. I don't think they've got it yet. Why? Like I, both of the you. The narrative. Both the of narrative. you guys just said something. Go ahead. That I think we do this in the media. And it's ridiculous. And the damn media. We right? have now seen an entire season. It's like, oh, I can't trust Washington. I can't trust Texas. Texas, they ha- they walked into Alabama this year. And they beat the Crimson Tide by 10 points. Washington, for, for an entire month, was told Oregon's better than them. And Washington beat Oregon. You have to, the Samter have to put some respect on Washington's name. And, man, you have to re- put some respect on Texas's name. I'm good. I've got Washington 45-38 <laughs> over Texas. <laughs> and also, if you're going to make the prediction of the Washington, why don't you just say Washington wins like 42-7 to if you're saying that Texas is wait until I f- Wait until I give you a final score for the national championship game. Oh, okay. Which your national championship game would then be Alabama and Washington? How fun is that? Well, that would be good. I, genuinely, this year... And I think people have preconceived notions about the college football playoff. But this year is truly the year where we don't know who's going to win the national championship. Like, I can make a legitimate case for all four of these teams to win the national championship. And that's not always been the case. And I know people like last year, see, what also bugs me is people, they don't remember what happened. And I heard a lot in the college football playoff conversation. A lot of people were trashing TCU getting in a year ago. It's like, oh, Florida State's not getting in because everyone's afraid that another TCU is going to happen. When I heard that argument, I just cringed. And I, I like screamed. I'm like, are people just stupid? TCU beat Michigan. So you can't tell me TCU didn't deserve to be in the college football playoff just because... They got there just destroyed, and they they got obliterated by Georgia in the national championship game. They lose in the semifinal. You could make the case, oh, well, maybe they didn't belong, and maybe they didn't deserve to go. But the fact that they beat Michigan, and then they got into the championship game and then got destroyed doesn't mean that they weren't worthy to get into the college football playoffs. So we really talk over ourselves and talk in circles when it comes to the college football playoff and when it comes to all these things. And I just hate that argument of Texas. Here they are or, or Washington undefeated. And then Texas, here they are one loss this year. And that was in, in uh, red river to Oklahoma. And they still found a way to get to the college football playoff, but I don't know if I could trust them. 
Uh, if you can't trust them now, you're never going to trust them. Washington's undefeated. Texas beat Alabama this year by 10 points. And you know what's funny about that, Manny? I thought you were going to pick Texas for a second. Why is that? Because you're like, oh, I can't trust them. And then you're picking Alabama to win it all, right? Yeah, I am well, picking uh, Alabama. Who, who beat Alabama this year? Uh, according to your knowledge, I do believe that was Texas. Yes. They beat them by 10 back in week two. That's just, it's funny to me. Any given Saturday, am I right? Yeah, well, the national championship game's on a Monday. Well, and I'll be there. Monday. <laughs> I will be there. Yeah. Say it again? Well, you're going to be there. Yes, I will be there in, uh, in Houston. In the stands or up in press row? I will be in the uh, the press box. Yeah. I'll have a nice uh, little cozy seat, even though it's in, in a dome. I, I wish I had your life. Last last time I went to Houston, it was for 28-3, to 3, where I was in the stands as a fan, and I saw the Patriots come on back. You may have heard about that. It was 28-3 to 3 in the Super Bowl, and the Patriots No, so I hadn't heard that, actually. Tom Brady, right, had a great game. Uh, some guy named James White as well, so uh, really phenomenal. All righty, it is Zach Gelb's show on CBS Sports Radio. I hope we have someone ready coming up in uh, five minutes because um, who's who's uh, in tonight? Should be Mark Ryan, yes. Okay, I feel good. I don't know. I see there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes right now, and this is my biggest fear on a Friday where the host is not able to connect, and then they're going to say, Zach, we need you to stick around and do the show afterwards. Well, guess what? I am bolting out of here. Manny, Manny Rodriguez may be hosting for the next four hours on CBS Sports Radio. All righty, fun show today. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening to the program, interacting with us. Also, uh, happy new year to all. We will be off on Monday, but we will be back on Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. So have a great start to the 2024. Uh, big thanks to Evan Washburn, Roman Harper, and also Ryan Horvat for joining us. We out. Bye-bye. Peace. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 